Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. IMSA TV and IMSA Radio are together at the picturesque circuit of Mid-Ohio, just near to Lexington. The cars are rolling. Qualifying was... I was going to say a washout, it wasn't. It was a crash out in difficult conditions. So the grid has been set by the championship positions. And Jeremy Shaw has how they line up on this mid-Ohio sports car course at Lexington, Ohio. 2.25 miles, 13 corners with action areas at the top of the hill at what is called the keyhole down at the bottom of the hill, bringing the turn for the S's. And then through Thunder Valley to the carousel. It's a real challenge. And this is how they will line up. Jeremy, you've got the runners and riders. Round three of this year's Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. 26 cars on the grid, seven gold cup, and then 19 platinum cars. Because the, the grid was set by championship positions, that start at the back of the grid. Number 18 is Richard Edge. Alongside him is number 22, Bart Collins. Kurt Swiringen and Efren Castro in number 65 and 17 will make up row 12 ahead of them on the grid. Sebastian Carrazzo in car number 27 and Rob Ferrell in car number 5. The pole sitter in the Gold Cup category for slightly older Porsche 911s from, from 14 to 16 is Kurt Fazekas in car number 52 for Kelly Moss Road and Race. Moving up the grid from there, in the 20, in the 19th position, Tom Kerr in car number 74. Ahead of him, car number 43, Mark Cavami, and Juan Fayen in car number 19. Car number 4, Michael Manella and David Brule in car number 48, rake up row 8. Ahead of them, Victor Gomez, the fourth in car number 25. Bernard McClure in car number 36. Bill Smith in car number 42, and Scott Wellham in 61 on row 6. Ahead of them, Maxwell Root in car number 7. David Baker in car number 56. Charlie Luck in car number 45. Ahead of him is Fred Porter. They will make up row four. And on row three, Sean McAllister in car number 11. Alan Metney, who is the Masters class points leader coming to this weekend in car number 99. Row two, a JDX racing pair, Jeff Kingsley in car number 16. Alongside him in the third position on the grid, Parker Thompson making just his second sports car weekend start. On the front row of the grid, four more speed in car number 53. The 17-year-old Riley Dickinson, a fantastic start to his motor racing career. He's done karting before, but this is his first car race weekend was at Barber Motorsport Park. He finished second in both of those races. He will turn, well, he will turn 17 next week. He's 16 right now. And on the pole position is Roman DeAngelis in car number 79, the championship leader for Kelly Moss Road and Race. Get just over a lap and a bit in terms of the formation lap here because of the unique nature of where we throw the green flag. They haven't quite formed up into two rows yet. 45 minutes on the clock. And... This is looking actually slightly damper than I expected yeah. it to be. It's wet weather tyres has been called by our race director. It's been called as a wet race. The Porsche Turbo 
the lights are out so the 45 minutes will start to count down when they come across the pit straight finish line but I believe they'll be getting the green flag halfway down the back straight on the way through turn number three that little kink so we'll see them form up side by side don't be alarmed when the clock starts counting down uh, if you're watching on IMSA TV as we're live here from mid-Ohio but it will not be the green flag until we get on that back straight. It's one of the unique features of mid-Ohio. And the, the rain has been threatening here for the last half an hour or so. Uh, and just in the last few minutes, it started to drizzle fairly lightly. But just judging by the colour of the racetrack, it's dark grey now and quite shiny as the cars come through turn 13 with their headlights on, the final kink onto the front straight. It's quite slippery out there now. And the master in wet conditions yesterday in practice was Parker Thompson. He will start in the third position on in car number three for JDX Racing. That hurts colour, the black and gold. Watch that car at the start of the race. So the first part of my assumption has been proved correct and the clock is counting down. Now we've got this nice long run up to what's affectionately called the keyhole here. The headlights are very good on these Porsches and they are reflecting on what is a slick racetrack. You can see them quite clearly. The cameras make it look a little brighter than it is because their irises are more sensitive than ours. And the pole sitter then, Roman De Angelis and the Kelly Moss Road and Race team car with more speed on the outside. Then JDX3, the biggest teams in Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. Everyone getting into the 2x2 two two Noah's Ark formation. How appropriate with the weather as it has been in the last few days here. It's very, very sticky. If you go onto the grass, there'll not be very many people who go off and get back. We're waiting for the green flag. Picking up the pace, and the green flag is in the air, and we're racing for the second weekend of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. This is round three, the first of two at Mid-Ohio, and the pole sitter already under pressure from behind and from round the outside as Riley Dickinson pulls an extraordinary and outrageous manoeuvre into the first heavy braking area and takes the lead. And here comes the other youngster, Parker Thompson in the black and gold of Hertz, nowhere near the apex is the, oh we've got Victor Gomez spinning in the middle of the track and he's picked up another couple of people as well I think that was the 36 car that went around of Vernon McClure, yes it was Victor Gomez getting sideways and just getting tagged, now the two cars that have gone off into the dirt will not be able to recover without help it was just a little bit of a sideways mo moment for Victor Gomez and as he went round there was nowhere to go and who else was involved there oh it's the number four. Oh dear Michael that's Manella. Michael Manella he's had a horrid weekend really unfortunate there for him because and further round there's Scott been another Wellham. cup so Scott Wellham's been off a couple of times and he's off again in the 61 but there was another car involved there and that was just after the first incident so Scott Wellham goes sideways uh, no, sorry, that's the 48 car. David Scott, Brule. Yeah, David went sideways, and then Scott Wellham, I think, has come along afterwards and had to have... No, he's lost it on his own. Just losing it on the top of the hill. This is not great stuff, is it? Full course yellow. Are we surprised, Jeremy? No, unfortunately, because that's exactly what happened in qualifying this morning. The, the cars all left the pit later before they got round to the uh, even effectively to take the green flag uh, or the first time past the stripe at least there have been four or five different incidents as there have been in the start of this race including a big shunt uh, right 
well, directly before the start-finish line for Charlie Luck in caliber 45. Despite that, he was able to uh, take the, uh, the, the, yeah, the start here with a repaired car, but uh, quite some heavy damage there for David Rule for number 36 car of uh, Vernon McClure. That's most unfortunate for that TPC racing car. Yeah, well, he, the, the num that number four car, Vernon McClure, he had, that, he was a, an innocent bystander yeah. there. And it was all started by the spin from the 25 of Victor Gomez. 36 was involved as well, which has been able to drive away, but I don't think there's very much coolant in that car. It's overheating very, very badly indeed. Vernon McClure and the number four who was also an innocent bystander there is Michael Manella and that car has damage as well this is going to take a wee while to sort out but then two other incidents which I'm afraid fairly ordinary driving uh, after that first incident that has also seen problems for David Brute, uh, David Brute and Scott Wellham who did have the fastest first sector, Scott Willem. <laughs> Don't. So, treaded tyres for everybody. And really, yeah. Victor Gomez just losing it as yeah. the car went light over the top of the hill. Got too much right foot. And then as and the then, rest of the guys came through. what he didn't through, do there oh, was jump, jump on, the, on the, brakes, the brakes. And that car just slid backwards just enough to uh, tap the uh, number 37 car. A uh, number 36 car, excuse me, Vermin McClure, who then cannoned into the unfortunate Michael Manella. So those two guys just really unfortunate to be involved in that. If uh, Victor Gomez, who's been around this sport now for several years, if you've done the right thing, would you jump on the brakes? That probably wouldn't have happened. And Scott Wellham just losing the back end of that car, coming over one of the rises, and that's exactly also what happened to David Brill as well. Uh, this is going to take a big chunk of time out of this race. So two surprises there, really, for me at the first couple of corners. First of all, uh, how conservative Roman De Angelis was. He's got a lot of experience in these cars, and he's been great in the wet before, but uh, he was just uh, way too conservative at the first corner. Riley Dickinson took full advantage, just drove around, right around the outside of both he and Parker Thompson at the first corner, was able to take the lead. Great move by him. Then the other surprise was, uh, was uh, Victor Gomez, who, who again has a lot of experience in these cars, and spun it coming over the hill. They're just... Uh, you know, there's, there's no excuse for spinning really on the uh, on the first lap of the race. You just got to be patient. You got to take it take well, it easy. You can't. The race director, who is really really hands on, was out on the grid and made the call to put these guys on wet tyres. He didn't do that out of the goodness of his heart. He realised that the conditions are ever changing and it's going to be nasty. Fantastic overtake, by the way, for Riley Dickinson. Outrageous overtaking manoeuvre to take the lead before it all kicked off. But these guys. Jeremy, it's, it's very ordinary driving early on in a race to be spinning when you're not really battling for position. And two of those guys at least. All right, Victor Gomez was in a pack. He probably pinched the corner a little bit too much. As you said, he might have been able to do a little bit more when he was rolling backwards. The two guys who were involved in that, they bear no blame at all. They've just got some damaged cars. Then two individual errors of judgment by drivers coming over the top of a rise and losing the back end of the cars and David Brill and Scott Wellham and Scott actually coming off the worst there because he's tagged the wall I think David has, re has recovered and, and resumed yes he has and I think actually Scott Wellham has also got going again so he's on the back of the safety car train but I really feel for the two guys who were involved in 
other people's accidents because there is absolutely nothing you can do at that point. And particularly for Michael Manella, who's had a horrid weekend so far. He was minding his own business, trying to avoid the accident. He'd already put himself on the grass, trying to get as far away from it as possible. Yeah. When Vernon McClure speared across from his right-hand side. The cars will mend. Uh, some of the reputations may have taken a bigger dent. But the good news is that all the drivers are fine and have got out the cars under their own steam. They're getting back to the pits in a different kind of Porsche than they were expecting as the Porsche Cayenne safety car will be taking them back to the pit lane. Well, it's going to take a wee while to get this sorted out. Riley Dickinson won't be worried about that. He's already pulled off one of the moves of the season and we're only in the third wow. race in. That, I mean, that that is just feel, isn't it? Feeling for grip at that well, point. Yeah, I mean, he, he was just driving as he should do basically Roman DeAndres was just way too conservative uh, the, the, the other move there of course uh, Parker Thompson drove around the outside also of Roman DeAndres uh, to turn 5 in, in an equally audacious manoeuvre because he was lining up to pass DeAngelis down into at the end of the main straight away from the start he made a really good getaway uh, but uh, that move was blocked off by DeAngelis so that enabled Dickinson to drive around the outside and then realising going up the hill again to 5 Parker Thompson said okay well if you're going to go that slow I'll just drive around the outside outside of you thank you very much so uh, Parker Thompson two youngsters then uh, the two newcomers to this championship their first weekend in these cars was at Barber Motorsports Park just a few weeks ago they finished in uh, second and third positions in each of the races respectively did Riley Dickinson and Parker Thompson and Roman DeAngelis who came into this weekend having won both those races the championship leader uh, has now fallen to third place and uh, we saw yesterday how quick particularly Parker Thompson was in these well, similar I, conditions. I think he will have been disappointed that we didn't get a qualifying session because yeah. uh, he may well have thought he was on for pole position because he was the class of the field, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he was seconds ahead of the rest yeah. in the wet practice session that we had. And I, I thought he was a nailed-on favourite for pole position if the c conditions had been anything like they were actually yeah. and uh, but starting you know starting from row two outside of row two inside of row two excuse me already up the second place so it's not too bad no and uh, you know still there'll be plenty of time to go after the restart uh, we're down to 35 minutes so 10 minutes have already elapsed but there's going to be plenty of time after the restart assuming there aren't any more accidents of course are you going to bet but, against uh, that yeah well true but Riley Dickinson, what a, what a splash he made, no pun intended, at Barber Motorsports Park, where his first season, his first ever car race, uh, was, uh, came away with two second-place finishes to somebody of the calibre of Roman DeAngelis, was seriously impressive. I mean, Roman DeAngelis is a very, very talented uh, young driver, uh, as we've seen over the last couple of years he's still only 18 years of age remarkably from Bell River in Ontario Canada uh, so we've got uh, two Canadians running now in second and third Riley Dickinson is from New Braunfels in Texas it's just up the road from San Antonio and as I say he's just 16 years of age he'll 17 uh, a week today uh, but to be leading this race wow and Victor uh, Vernon McClure's car already heading back to the paddock with suspension damage 
And that car will need a bit of work if it's going to get out for the second race of the weekend, as, was, as will Michael Manella's number four car. Victor Gomez did get back to the pits and they were having a look at the pink pig. Tribute colour to a classic Le Mans scheme, which in its day wasn't particularly successful at Le Mans, but when it was revived last year for the 24 hours, the works car won in that colour scheme. Michael Manella's got front damage uh, to the bodywork, to the suspension and to the steering and that NSD number four car will need some remedial action as well. His national sales manager at, at Nation Safe Drivers NSD is what NSD stands for, that's Michael Manella and um, that's not what he wanted to see certainly but uh, he certainly did absolutely nothing wrong there. That's the, the MCR racing team. Michael who is a pretty remarkable story. He had a, a horrific road crash several years ago where basically uh, lost both of his feet which is pretty pretty awful but he's come back and he's, dr he's driving race cars and doing it quite quite nicely but the uh, safety cars pulled into the pit lane or is pulling into the pit lane we're going to go back to green now with just over 32 minutes remaining in this race Right, let's have another go at this, gentlemen. And can we be just a little bit more sensible? Well, not from the leader who spins it up as he goes across the line and loses the lead. Dickinson, an awful, awful restart. And down the inside, Roman D'Angelis will slide into second. Well, he know he can't get by the most speed car. But through to the lead goes Parker Thompson. And he just leapt on that. It was a terrible restart coming out of the... Uh, of the final corner and the well, carousel and he just spun the wheels up and went yeah. far too wide that's right the car just slid sideways on him there as he put it's the power down a good he, save but yeah. a, I mean a bad restart but he kept it on the island he's still in second he could have panicked and thrown that away completely well that's very true he just jumped on the throttle just way too hard there and spun up the rear wheels you say the car was completely sideways and to Parker Thompson said well I'll have some of that then I'll go past on the inside and he was much more progressive with the throttle was Parker Thompson remember he's won here at Mid-Ohio from the pole in the past in the USF 2000 championship oh, a couple of Charlie years ago. Charlie looks in the bog coming out Again. of turn two. He's lost it on the little river coming out of turn two, slid to the inside driver's right. And by the way, that pass was made after the start line by 0 0.025 of a second uh, as Parker Thompson went through. 45, he's been in the pit lane wall already as one of the incidents that made sure we didn't get any qualifying and now Charlie look I'll bet you any money at all that as he was coming out of turn two he spun up the back end and launched it right off the right side of the circuit and he's in what we've been calling Bell's Bog Townsend Bell was in there racing driver and broadcaster and he was in there earlier in the weekend fantastic pass everybody sideways coming out and just got the pass made after the start-finish line. So that is absolutely legal. But why, why did Roman de Angelis not go through as the full-course yellow is out? He was alongside, he was in position going into turn one. And all he had well, to do was hold on to it, and he's backed right out of that. You know what? I think he's just looking at the big picture here. He knows he's got a lot more experience than these other guys. He knows that Barber Motorsports Park, in the dry, he romped away and won both races very handily. He's looking at the big picture. He doesn't want to risk any sort of contact with two drivers that particularly he doesn't know very well yet. So it's all very, you know, he, he, we saw at the start, he's, he's not rushing things. He's being very sensible. Oh. 
and he'll take what he's given. If he comes away with a second or a third place finish, so be it. Uh, massive round of applause for our IMSA safety team and the Chevrolet AMR safety truck because they've got Charlie Luck out of Bell's bog and started again, and he'll run round. He hasn't even lost a lap. He's lost a lot of real estate, but he has not lost a lap. So this time it will be Parker Thompson who gets the practice of the restart. It's nice that we're passing all this practice on of starts and restart to all the young new drivers in a category as a development series for IMSA, which has been tremendously successful in getting young drivers noticed and moved through into the other IMSA series of GT4s or GT3s and above. Parker Thompson in that lead car just doing his best there to keep some uh, some heat in the brakes and the tyres behind the safety car. That's going to be one of the keys, certainly, to uh, getting away uh, for a good restart again. We're now under 30 minutes to go. The big gainer, the other big gainer on that restart was Maxwell Root, who managed to sneak past both uh, Jeff uh, Kingsley and Sean McAllister at that restart. We should also mention Sebastian Carrazzo and Kurt Fasikas. Yeah, and 10th and 11th in the leading two positions in the, in the gold category. Now, the gold category cars are a little older than the Gen 1 cars, so not quite as much power as the platinum cars. But in this weather, that might not be the worst thing. So Sebastian in the 27 car leads the gold class. And best of the masters, Alan Metney has held on to the lead that he had. He's seventh place in that number 99 car. Coming back to a green flag. Can Parker Thompson do a little better job? 28 minutes. He goes under the... Oh, he went under the sealer. And Parker Thompson, excuse me, goes through. But he did get a decent start. And this time, surely this time, Roman De Angelis will press the button and go down the inside. No, again, he backs off. He got a much better restart than the Riley Dickinson car ahead of him. So Thompson, Dickinson, De Angelis, Root, your top four. And they're breaking away from in fifth position. The 16, Jeff Kingsley, then Sean McAllister in the other black and gold car. Then there is quite a big gap back to Alan Metney, who's going to lose that position. Oh, Bill, what were you doing? The 42 car, Bill Smith diving up the inside Doing of that orange car. Cross. And they're both rally crossing. That was heavy contact side to side between the two masters, first and second. And that means Fred Pordad in the 20s gone through in the lead of that particular part of the race. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Bill what? was never going to stop. He never going to stop. He's done a great job on that restart, Bill Smith. Uh, he's moved up to, from Gold Cup to uh, to uh, Platinum this season. We just carried way too much speed into the corner. Hats off to him for keeping uh, his wits about him. Down two gears and floor it. Yeah, brilliant. And they both continued. That's the good news. Metney in the 99. Black for the iFly car this year. It was mostly white last year. Just getting used in our first opportunity to see these cars in competitive conditions with no qualifying yesterday and this is the first time Jeremy and I have seen the cars this year for round three of the championship Kurt Fazekas then in the number 20 car leads the Masters category for a moment with Metney fighting his way back through ahead of Mark Cavami in the 43 that's the blue and orange car 42 and 99 coming together at turn two under review by race control 26 minutes to go 
Parker Thompson checking Whoa. out at the head of the field. Sean McAllister. Sean McAllister coming out of the final corner, spins right in front of us and then gets it back. Reverse the lock. First gear, first gear, first gear. Come on. Oh. He's just off the track in a very precarious position and he needs to get that into gear and move it forward. Don't tell him he's going to try and reverse. He is going to try and reverse. Don't do that. Don't do that, Sean. Just get it into first and get some forward motion. Get the lock off. Take the lock off. Straighten the wheels up. Otherwise, it's going to spin the back wheels. Oh, man. Come on, guys. Use your brain. Right. Well, he's shaking up because he's had a spin. Last car comes through now. So now he can reverse. And the marshals will be telling him that. That was just over use of the right foot. Started to lose it. Then at least he did get on the brakes. Then he releases the brakes, which is exactly the right thing to do. Needs just to turn the front wheel back, and he's done a good job. Right, we'll give him that. The flat six barely ticking over. Dandelions being cut by a very expensive flat six grass cutter. Every home needs one. 25 minutes on the nose to go. Parker Thompson by two seconds at the front of the field. The Masters category in the... Platinum Cup. Now, Masters have to have the ABS option on their cars and Fred Pordad in seventh position is ahead of the Gold Cup leading cars. That's the 27 of Carrazo, then Fazekas in the 52. As they came past here, just well, Parker Thompson had a big slide as he came out of the carousel on that corner. Our race leader is romping away uh, from oh, Ryan gone. Dickinson. He's checked out. Absolutely checked out something over four seconds now four and a half seconds and Roman De Angelis has dropped back to a, a, a 1.8 deficit coming through to the end of the lap the gold cup leader with the gold edges to the shade band and the gold mirrors and Carrazo's pulled a bit of a, a lead on Kurt Fazekas with the multicoloured car and the mustard coloured wheels this weekend Kurt does like to keep us getting on his wheel choice then Efren Castro and Sebastian Carrazo is up to sixth overall. This is fantastic. He's doing really good. Castro and Fazingas together. Oh, was that a touch there? Going into turn one. As Efren Castro battles through to second position, there may just have been a little glancing blow. And here's no surprise. The bright orange yeah. car is coming into the pit lane. Yeah. That's Bill Smith. Incident responsibility for the drive-through. Huge slide from the 65 of Efren Castro. What a save that was. That's going to make the highlight reel. How long was he sideways for there? On the lock stock. Oh, and there's a 43. That's Kavame going off exit stage right. And he's gone into the barriers. Well, there's more than one way to get through the carousel and pitching it in sideways. But what happened to Mark Kavame in the Whoa. 43, no, that's just excess right foot as well. He's and in. he is yeah. into the bog. So that was must have been turn two, excuse me, that we had uh, the sideways moment. Well, that's the first person that's got out of there this weekend. Mark Kavame, take a bow. And now has a mud blue and orange car. But what a slide that was by Efren Castro going into turn two. Not sure it is in the instruction manual, but my goodness, he's done well. And here's Charlie Look about to fall off the lead lap in the rainbow car with the green bonnet. As through comes our race leader in ever worsening conditions. You know that it's getting worse because there's more spray coming up from the Yokohama tyres. 
Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama and IMSA Development Series. I thought that was the second place driver. Dickinson going off there, but he was just riding around the outside of turn one and turn two, excuse me, who just trying to find some grip. Yeah, and Sebastian Carrazzo is, is doing very, very, very well there in the sixth position, certainly ahead of the best of the Masters contenders. And then some uh, big battle going on behind. David Baker's moved himself up really, yeah. really well. He had a spin, I think, uh, at the uh, at the first restart. He's now working his way very quickly through the field. That's car number 56. Yeah, and he is third in Masters at the moment in the Platinum class. I agree with you pointing out Sebastian Carrazzo because he's cleared off from the battle behind him. Kurt Fasik is now in a bit of clear air in the 52 coming to turn two. And his next uh, nearest competitor is that uh, 65 of Efren Castro who's dropped back into third position after taking second briefly. Clearly enjoying well. Here he comes again, the 65. The blackened yellow car right on the back of Fazekas as they go through the kink at turn three. Now, who's bravest on the brakes? There's a big... Here's David, David Baker, Baker coming through. Now he will have ABS, and there's the spin for Fazekas. Fazekas was too late, and he's into China Beach. Now can he hold on to it? The back window on the left-hand side has been opened out to get a bit more air into the car. He's done a great job of keeping some momentum. Don't dig in. And he's just writing his signature now uh, in what's uh, called China Beach by the locals here. But he will get back out if he can get enough speed. <laughs> yes, he has. Well, that again, he's rejoined right in front of Scott Wellham. But Fazekas just locking up the rears there as I think he was on the down change. David Baker having the advantage of ABS coming down the inside. Maybe Fazekas just saw him there. Yeah, locked it up as soon as he turned in. Yeah, I think maybe he, he was distracted there looking at his mirrors. He saw David Baker diving down the inside. I thought, wow, okay, if he can go that quick, so can I. Oh, and Bill Smith's off again. This time at turn 10 on driver's right. But he'll get out of there. Scott Wellham was in there earlier on. Just follow the same wheel tracks, Bill. So he's going to have lost that coming over the top of the rise as the car goes light, gets on the power too early. I'm finding this slightly frustrating at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's really treacherous out there. It's, uh, it, this track is slippery at the best of times. Uh, and right now, it's absolutely treacherous. Very little grip out there at all. 20 goes around as well. That is the Masters contender. That is that was the Masters leader, Jeremy. That that's oh, Fred no, Podard. Yeah. And just nipping through behind him was David Baker, who's now taken the lead in the Masters category and got up to seventh position overall. Yeah, uh, having been last uh, at the at the restart on lap six, now on, on lap twelve, he's into the lead of the class and uh, turned some very very good laps. Twenty minutes well. to go, just under. That was at the carousel turn at the end of the lap. No, sorry, it wasn't. It was a turn one. That's the second time I've done that. I used to see people going so still on there. Yeah, people, people seeing going so wide at turn two with the keyhole. Oh, there's Alan Metney off. That's down at China Beach as well. He gathers it all up. Does a bit of rally cross. One advantage of all the wet weather we've had recently is that the gravel traps, which would normally bog you down immediately, do have a bit of grip. He rejoins uh, behind yeah. <laughs> behind Fred Pertard. There's going to be a whole bunch of people at the back, way out of position. Uh, uh, now, did he get a little push here from Ferriol? No, he didn't. 
He's just braked a bit too late. Oh, he was trying to avoid the 65 ahead who checked up ahead of him. But the 65, Efren Castro, got round the corner and Alan Metney didn't. <laughs> and Alan Metney, he was su- supreme in the dry at Barber Motorsports Park and won the Masters hand- class handily he has on, got on ABS both days. There. So he's, he's done well to spin it. Yeah, but he's really struggling here in the wet. It was the same yesterday and he's battling to keep that car, uh, well, he didn't keep it pointing in the straight line. David Baker now up to 7th place in column of 56 19 is Juan Fayen he's in a bit of space there Ka- uh, Carrazo a car you can't <laughs> there's another off, 22 off, that is Bart Collins the 7th position GT3 gold class runner and that's going again down the hill from 5 into 6 and he's just Lost it in exactly the same place as Victor Gomez did earlier on. I don't think he'll get out of there. That's very... Oh, he has! Well, make a liar of me. Very sticky in there. But we're still green, remarkably, after 127 different incidents and people falling off the track. We're still green flag racing. Uh, 53, Riley Dickinson going through, lapping people. Parker Tompkins... Parker Thompson's lead now down to 6.6 seconds. Yeah, because, mainly because uh, Thompson's been working his way past some uh, some lap traffic. Leader coming round to turn two. Staying way away from what would be normally the racing line. Looking for grip anyway, he can find it. Just gone by the 52. And there's another spin. This time it's the 48. That's gone around. And that, well, he was sitting in 20th position for David Brule. That's the second time he's had an incident. David Brule gets pointing in the right direction. It's the braking areas that are catching people out here. Coming up into turn two. I got it, I got it, I don't got it. David finding things a little difficult. Well, at the head of the field, Parker Tompkins, Parker Thompson is making this look easy. Six and a half seconds ahead of Riley Dickinson. Ronan, Roman De Angelis must be thinking, hang on, what are these two new kids doing? Sixth position overall and leading GT3 gold category, heading up the hill. Here's the yellow car, Sebastian Carrazo. Another spin for the 19 of Juan Fayen. And again, it's just after turn 10. Scott Wellham and Bill Smith already been in there. So just go over the top of the rise. The back end of the car gets away as it's unsettled. That was right in front of the leader as well. Does he hit the wall? Oh, he did. Hit the tyres quite badly, but they did their job. Barely any damage to the bodywork of the fire-end car. Just a bit of the wrap that's going to need to be patched over. He's lucky. 15 minutes to go. And uh, Parker Thompson's lapped all the way up now to 13th position. He's just lapped his teammate Sean McAllister. Sean McAllister. Yeah. This year's Hurley Hayward Scholarship winner. Yeah. Fastest lap in the gold category. Unsurprisingly, going to Sebastian Carrazo, 57-4. And now it's the 11. And there is Scott off the uh, Sean McAllister rather off the Again. road, and he's gone all the way through the gravel trap. So he's going to have to get a bit of pace on to get through. Don't spin your wheels, don't spin your wheels. Hasn't spun his wheels. Gets back on, pointing in the right direction. And that again, guess what? Turn two, breaking area. Oh, 
No, but it was a breaking area, but it was at turn five. He's gone all the way off the other side of the track. Excuse me. Parker Thompson putting on a clinic right here, right at, uh, this afternoon. He's, uh, he's not romping away in the lead right now, but he, he was a couple of seconds quicker on that last lap than uh, Riley Dickinson, who had to work his way through some of the traffic that Parker Thompson had to do so on the previous lap. And as a result of that, the, uh, the, the gap between uh, second and third came down considerably last time around. Man on the move at the moment, as you've said, is David Baker. He's fought his way up to seventh. He leads Platinum Masters. And Sebastian Carrazzo is the next target. He was two seconds plus faster than Sebastian last time around. The leader is embroiled in traffic. He's got Kurt Swearingen to deal with and does the green and white car. Kurt's just done his fastest first sector of the race. So he's gaining in confidence. Hope that doesn't put the mockers on him through goes Riley Dickinson in second place now nine and a half nearly call it ten seconds and he's been closed in on now by Roman De Angelis Castro and Furriel fighting together uh, Rob Furriel's just passed Castro and that is second position in the gold category so these two have been having a cracking battle gold class cars have gold mirrors and gold ends to the windscreen shade band and that's a good drive by Rob Furriel, all of a sudden he's come alive here. Fastest first sector for him. And you wouldn't think that the weather was getting any better. Here's the leader coming to lap him and off again for the number 11, Sean McAllister. He's really struggling, isn't he? Right-hand side mirror now pointing at a jaunty angle as well. Front end of the car. Really clogged up with grass now and that might send his temperatures up will send his temperatures up even in these chilly relatively chilly conditions sorry little intake of breath there as I thought Bill Smith was going to spear off onto the grass in the bright yellow bright orange car the, the way the leaders though are picking through the other guys I, I, I wonder if there's setup issues or tyre pressure issues or really are these people just out of their depth it's an extraordinary thing to see because the guys at the front are driving as you would expect. Charlie looks in the gravel. That might be China yeah. Beach again. Yeah, well, and he'd actually made his way up several positions. He's the guy who spun early on. He started restarted a couple of minutes behind everybody else as the Parker yeah, Thompson now has lapped all the way up to seventh place, remarkably. Yeah, Charlie is in China Beach, just on the outside of turn four. And he was having a bit of a battle with the 16 car, but... He's just lost it himself. So Kingsley not involved. And Bill in Smith. That. Bill Smith, having made that uh, mistake uh, and, and then served a drive through penalty, is back up into 10th position. And then fallen off the track as well after that because yeah. he, he was in the That's turn right. 10 wall and as he, well. He's, and he's second now in the Masters category. Good comeback then. Really good. Bill Smith in the 42, the orange car, just being passed by the third place overall runner, Roman D'Angelis. Right, Bill, learn something from Roman. Watch what he's doing, watch his lines. Which way he's staying away from the normal racing lines. Smith last time around in the 42 did a 57-6. 58-7 for Rob Furriel last time around. So there are some of the gold drivers now getting the grips. Pun absolutely intended. And Bill's got damage on the front of his car to the splitter. So he's not going to be getting the ultimate amount of downforce, Woo! he's starting to learn to ride the outside, 
It's a good save there from uh, David Bruhl again. Caliber 48. He's had it. He's had it. Funny dear. Into the pit for the leader. The li- uh, no, no, no. no panic over. It's Sean the same McAllister car. Sean McAllister. Yep. I think he's calling it a day. He realises that he's had probably one too many incidents. Uh, so Parker Thompson in the other Hertz coloured car is still out on the track. He's coming through to finish the lap here. David Baker goes through in front of me. Yellow flags are out. Yellow flags are out with nine and a half minutes to go. This will be to pick up Charlie Luck's car in the runoff at Turn 4. The Porsche track experience Porsche Turbo will pick up the black and gold JDX racing car. Oh dear. It's the JCB. The big snatch tractor coming out for Charlie. What, they're just going to put the forks underneath him and lift him up and tip him back onto the track? Well, these cars do have the lifting hooks on them, of course. I've had for a season or two now. So this could be a quick recovery. Let's run through what's going on further back. Sebastian Carrazzo's done a cracking job in the Gold Cup. Sixth overall and leads. And built up something over 20 seconds of a lead. That'll disappear now, of course. And David Baker will be right with him. It's Rob Furriol in the five in second in the 65 of Efren Castro, who is next up. JCB is not required. No, being taken round to the front, I see. At the head of the field, Parker Thompson will have his 17-second-plus lead dissolved into Zilch, as Riley Dickinson was close up on him, and Roman De Angelis as well. Roman had closed up. To under a second behind Riley there. Yeah, he was certainly sort of you know following him pretty closely. The, the reason they're that close, I think, is as they came up to the uh, to take the, the double yellow flags underneath the starting gantry. But certainly he has been pretty close now uh, for most of the distance. Charlie look already on the move behind the JCB getting a tour. Is he on slick tyres? He can't be on slick tyres. It was declared a wet race, I'm certain of it. Or is there just so much mud in the grooves that I can't see them? As Charlie Luck is getting dragged back onto the track. Because if he is on slick tyres, no wonder they're having trouble. Do you reckon, Jeremy? Treads on there? There are treads on there. Yeah. Yes, there are. They're just full of mud, which is why I couldn't see them. Rain falling more persistently now, and the Yokohama wets. Good though they are on the track. Can't deal with the mud off the circuit. It's more the depth of the mud, I think, and the lack of ground clearance of the cars. These are race cars, remember, so you want them as close to the ground as is allowed. Seven minutes to go. Round three of the Imusa Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. We're behind. The Porsche safety car again. Beautiful red 911 Turbo. And Parker Thompson must be saying, are you kidding me? Nearly yeah, 20 is. seconds had built up there. Thanks very much, Charlie. Yeah, that was the last thing you needed to see, wasn't it? Well, and restarts are particularly treacherous here. Now, there is one piece of good news for him. 
He's got a lapped car of yeah, Bart Collins. He's got several lapped cars. Yeah, and then the five as well. Well, the five's been off already. Uh, and that is Rob Furriol, but he's second in gold. So, sorry, Rob hasn't been off. Uh, he's yeah. second in gold cup class. So he's there in between. And I think there's a third car before we get to the 53. Number 22 car is in there as well. It's two laps down. There's a 65 in there as well. Elephant Castro. So That's we've right. got the battle for second and third in GT3 gold in between first and second in platinum now I don't think there'll be a wave by here I think we'll just get to a restart yeah the lights are out on the Porsche Turbo 911 safety car again excellent work by the recovery crews we'll get about four and a half minutes dash for the points I think I'd rather have the Porsche Turbo in this weather all wheel drive all the technical aids Remember, these cars do not have traction control and ABS unless you're in the Masters category, then where you must have ABS. Yeah, David Baker, is in no rush here to draw to close up to the back of the field? And you might wonder, why, well, why is he not pulling up to the back? Well, the reason for that is he's the only Masters contender that's on the same lap as the race leader, yeah. uh, Parker Thompson. So he's got miles ahead of the next uh, guy in the Masters class so he, if he just trails around now and just drives home to the finish he's golden so I think that's a really smart move by David Baker yeah he doesn't need any more positions in the overall we're back to green four and a half minutes just over as predicted Thompson goes through 2.7 seconds the gap to Riley Dickinson then Roman DeAngelis oh the 22 spins in front of Dickinson and Dickinson has to go off that's the problem when you've got lapped cars mixed in and through goes Roman De Angelis claims second. Maxwell yeah. Root's gone through to third. Kingsley in fourth. And Scott Wellham's off the track again. But the big news is that the 53 car, in trying to avoid the spinning Bart Collins, the gold category car, had to take to the grass. And a good finish there for the youngster in the 53 more speed car has evaporated. And I think that's exactly why he just quite kind of panicked there a little bit, didn't he? He was committed to the corner. That's exactly why uh, Roman DeAndres, the car number 79, did not run up right behind no. those other cars coming up to the green flag. He knew something was likely oh, to happen. Attacked. It did, and he goes through into second place. He might well be far behind Parker Thompson, but uh, that matters not at all. He wasn't going to catch Parker on oh. this day. Scott Wellham's thrown it off on his own again. Again, loses it, trying to take too much speed from turning into the apex of the corner, trying to turn too tight as well, I would say. Needs to have the confidence to go close to the outside. Now the fight back begins for the white-blue car of the 53 driver. That's Riley Dickinson. So DeAngelis has gone through. That means Sebastian Carrazzo is in a top-five position as the Gold Cup leader. And here comes... The 53 through the field. He's passing lapped cars at this point, I think. If he's as far yeah. back as Alan Metney, he's in real trouble. Yeah, that Alan Metney is a lap off the lead, so yeah. So as they come across the line, there goes Parker Thompson. Second now is Roman DeAngelis. And David Baker, oh no! David Baker's gone off. Masters class leader. Seven seconds between first and second. Maxwell Root comes through in third. It'll be Jeff Kingsley, the 16 car in fourth. 
and David Baker is not getting out of the dirt. Two and a half minutes to go. Will we go green at the end? Will we have to finish under a yellow side by side for Zinkis and Bill Smith across the line? That's a battle for position as well. As Bill Smith goes through in the well, 42. Yeah, but he's, he's been off on that last lap somewhere, Bill Smith. He's lost a lot of ground. Yeah, he's dropped down to 14th position. Yeah. It's treacherous out there, and the spray being thrown up is making visibility an issue now as well. Here comes Kurt Fasik, he's trying to fight back. 99, 52 and 42, all fighting for position from 12th on down over. And there's a Masters victory here for Fred Poodad, if he can keep the 20 on the track. It looks like they're going to leave. David Baker on driver's right, coming out of turn two. And there's Bill Smith making up a position. Smith in the 42 car, going back up to 13th ahead of Kurt Fasinkas, and he's gone past Alan Metney as well, and here comes the 33. The 43's right in there as well, that's Mark Kavame. Sorry, I said 33 there, didn't I? But that is Mark Kavame in the blue and orange car trying to get through one more lap after this one, I think, yeah, for it, it'll, it'll Parker be... Thompson. Yeah, it will be uh, white flag this time by for Parker Thompson. He splashes now out of uh, turn 13 and towards... Double South yellows, it's over. Double yellows are out, it's over. It's all she wrote. Another incident-packed Porsche session, but this time it's the first race of the weekend for round three of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama, and the last man standing at the front of the field is Parker Thompson. Came from third position on the grid, set by championship points. And he will finish the last two and a quarter miles behind the safety car. Sebastian Carrazzo needs to get to the flag here. And he will be confirmed as the GT3 Gold Cup winner. And David Baker has been pulled out of the... Well, he's reversed out, and he's, the whole field's going to have to stop behind him. This is an extraordinary thing. I've never seen anything like it. And David Baker, having got back onto the track, has now basically pulled across the track and stopped the safety car. I've seen nothing like this. The flag is not yet out. No, the checkered flag is not yet out, and the safety car's not moving. Now, watch in the background of the pictures if you're watching them, because there's all kinds of opportunity for things to go very wrong here. But David Baker actually will get a finish here in Masters if he can get going, because he is in front of the safety car. Aha, no, the safety car has gone past him. The safety car has gone past him and punished him for his wrongdoing. So as David got pulled back out, he stuck the car in reverse and went skimming across the track and right in front of the safety car. I think he might be getting a talking to for that. That was bizarre. He hasn't gained an advantage for it. The safety car driver saw to that. Well, I say that, but where's he gone now? Has Baker actually gone back through in front of the safety car? I think he has. So he's going to try and get one of his laps back. No, he's there. He's in behind the safety car. Okay. That's good. I think that's good tactics by the safety car driver, not to let David disappear into the distance and drive around trying to get his lap back. So the first car across the line is going to be David Baker, who I think will drop down outside, certainly to the bottom end of the top 20. And that was the Masters class leader, by the way, when he dumped that car in, in the bog. 
So Thompson from De Angelis from Root, that will be your top three in Platinum. They'll stand on the podium. Fred Purdad in ninth will win Masters. And Bill Smith and Alan Metney, who had a race-long battle, including being off in the gravel, both of them. They just continued to battle, whether they were on the track, the grass, the gravel, whatever. But they're going to be rewarded for their persistence with podium finishes. And in GT3 Gold, it is Sebastian Carrazzo from Rob Ferriol and Elfin Castro, who also had a race-long battle. Elfin Castro gets the style points for the longest slide going into turn one, by the way, turn two, by the way. But the top points go to JTX and the Parker Tom Thompson as the chequered flag brings an eventful and incident-packed round three of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama to a close. And I bet the recovery crews are seeing, and not before time, thank you very much. <laughs> Coming through to finish an excellent run. Can't speak highly enough about Sebastian Carrazzo whilst all around him, drivers in all categories were throwing the cars at the scenery the bright yellow and orange NGT, NGT car has well it's dirty because the track is thrown up quite a lot of dirt but there's not a mark on it and that's exactly what you want well done Sebastian well done a very well earned victory in gold and 6th position overall I'll venture that's his best finish in the overall Oh yeah, by some margin and he did that by driving sensibly well Jeremy Shaw I don't even know where to begin on that one I really don't Parker Thompson drove immaculately and for so much of the race the same could be said for one of our other youngsters Riley Dickinson who by the way recovers to 5th position having had to avoid yeah the spinning number 22 of Bart Collins on one of the restarts so that was a good drive back to fifth but Roman De Angelis you said you thought he was thinking the long game and he just Roman wasn't aggressive he wasn't taking any risks at all yep. and he'll come home with second place points how does that leave the championship in platinum well he came in here with a, a six point lead over Ryland Dickinson uh, and uh, at the end of this race he will have a seven point lead but not over Dickinson over Thompson uh, and Thompson will be five points ahead of Riley Dickinson, who will re retain third position. Jeff Kingsley, who finished fourth, uh, will remain in fourth position. In Jeff drove well as well, actually, because there was all kinds going on around yeah, him, and no, he stayed out of trouble. And, and, you know, that's, you've got to be there at the end. In gold... Oh, do you want to do Masters first? Sorry, let's do Masters yeah, in first. In Masters, uh, Fred Poordad... Well, it, you, no, let me figure it out. Yeah, Fred Poordad wins from Bill Smith in second and Alan Metney in third. He was third. Okay, so Metney will retain the points lead. He'll have 100 uh, and Fred Pordad will have 93. Okay. So he'll be second in the points after this. And in, and in gold? Gold. Uh, Carrazzo will uh, take the lead because he came in here just two points behind Kurt Vizikas. And Kurt... Well, he finished down in fifth. Down in fifth. So uh, that will move Carrazzo up into the lead of the points and uh, Rob Ferriel will likely be very close now to Fizikas in, in second well eventful to say the very least 
incident packed, absolutely. Started right at the beginning of the race with all kinds of carnage. Scott Wellham off a number of times. Alan Metney and Bill Smith kept battling even though they were off the circuit. Mark Cavami off a couple of times. Kurt Fazik is spinning out of the lead in his class, but that's not the first time we said that either. Class leaders not playing the long game, but at the end, Parker Thompson winning it from Roman DeAngelis and Max Root. And Sebastian Carrazo in the 27 taking gold. I did think that was a great run. We'll be back for the rest of the season for the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.